Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline, where we discuss all about finding your freedom, finding your freedom from society's belief, from some of the beliefs from your family system, um, some of the beliefs you may have picked up from trauma, and yeah, really learning to let go of some of those beliefs, identify them, and connect to your true self, who you are in soul form and who you're meant to be. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, uh, definitely keep tuning in. And yeah, um, I don't really think there's any business announcements or, (laughs) you know, life type of updates. As far as business, I think there will be some updates soon, just been in a bit of a transition and it really doesn't feel like uh, the new year started until last week. Little life update, <laughs> a small one. I'm in Portugal and Lisbon, which has been cool. Um, and yeah, I'm going to talk about that a little bit in the episode, but that's, that is all for now. So this episode is going to be kind of a combination. I was wanting to do a shorter one on self-compassion, but I want to also tie in the idea of of fears that come up before you kind of start embracing your next level. And yeah, just I think I've already done an episode on this, but a little bit more just reiterating and raising awareness that, you know, anytime you're at a growth edge in your life, there there's going to be fears that come up. And, you know, your life's journey is to realize you know, are these things I actually need to listen to, or does this just mean I'm doing something really big and expansive? So we are going to go into that. (laughs) So yeah, starting with self-compassion. I think this is really one of the, really one of the biggest and, you know, most important traits that we need to develop, you know, as children, as adults, as humans, because inevitably you are not going to be perfect. You are going to make mistakes. And of course you should hold yourself accountable. But if you don't have self-compassion, you just get yourself kind of stuck in a shame cycle. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference between shame and guilt. Um, And yeah, I just want to talk about as well, like, there are different characteristics or roles people play in family systems and, you know, with different types of trauma. And sometimes a role that people will play is the perfectionist. And people that play this role may really, really struggle with self-compassion. And that may be an area of really big learning for them. Learning how to give themselves a break when they don't meet their extremely high standards for themselves. And yeah, you really have to start letting go of and disillusioning that mindset um, if you want to let go of those things because if you are a perfectionist, um, your whole identity is surrounded by all these metrics of success this is who I am I'm successful I'm perfect I'm all these things and when you fall short it feels 
extremely tough, extremely disillusioning, extremely unstable because your sense of self has been built up on all these things that you do, you achieve these standards that you meet. And, you know, eventually, and for me, it it can get to a point where it gets incredibly stressful, tough, exhausting to continue to try and meet these kind of outrageous standards that you've set for yourself. Um, And, you know, a lot of times I think with perfectionists or people who lack self-compassion, you may get to a breaking point or you could just live with, you know, chronic levels of like high stress in your life from all of these high uh, standards and metrics you have for yourself and a lot of shame. So, you know, the idea with self-compassion is, okay, let's say you snooze your alarm, you get up late, uh, you're supposed to meet up with a friend for coffee and you miss it. You know, let's talk about like a a maladaptive mindset and then a self-compassion mindset. So a maladaptive mindset would be, I want to pause just really quickly and say, very excited to be getting more into a flow with the podcast this year. Like I said, it's felt like the year has just started for me. I'm almost the astrological new year and there are some really, really, really amazing guests coming. So stay tuned for that. Um, life has been a transition lately and yeah, I'm really excited to move these things forward. But maladaptive versus self-compassion mindset. Maladaptive would be oh my god, I'm such an idiot, Um, I should have gotten up when my alarm went off, and then going into even less self-compassion, maybe even fears of abandonment, my friend's gonna hate me, Um, I'm gonna lose this friend now because of this one mistake, and you know, it just kind of spirals in your mind. Self-compassion would be self-compassion and accountability, and I I think there is like maladaptive self-compassion, and then you know, potentially a too loose mindset where you don't hold yourself accountable at all. But the self-compassion mindset would be like, ah, bum. It's a bum. Ah, it's like such a bummer that I slept through my alarm and I really, really wanted to see my friend. Like, it's such a bummer that I slept through and I feel really bad for bailing on plans, but it's going to be okay. I'm human. Work has been, you know, stressful lately I've been staying up late working so it makes sense that I overslept um and then texting your friend saying you're sorry not in a frantic way as someone with a maladaptive mindset might have but in a firm assertive accountable way where you're genuinely sorry but you're also you know your best friend you're knowing that you didn't mean to make a mistake And you're just taking accountability with messing up, not coming to your coffee date with your friend. The other side of the coin would just be missing stuff all the time, not showing up for events, not communicating with friends, not texting people back all the time. You know, that that is a situation where you need to learn more accountability and integrate a healthy level of guilt. So... Yeah, let's talk about kind of guilt versus shame. So guilt is kind of defined as, um, you know, healthy. When you do something wrong, you think, I did something wrong. I need to correct that behavior because that behavior was wrong. Shame says, I did something wrong. I am wrong. I am a bad person every time you do something wrong. 
And if you're constantly feeling like that about yourself, you're going to have a very negative self-perception. You're probably going to suffer from depression, anxiety, um, because you're just always feeling like you're the bad guy and always being really, really tough on yourself. Um, So also, and I'm going to do this a little bit more with my episodes that are on like psychological concepts or spiritual, just bring in a little bit more of research and see what's out there on PubMed, you know, about self-compassion. Because there is a lot of cool stuff on PubMed and (laughs) I'm always on there for work. So yeah, with self-compassion, I just, you know, was doing a quick search of PubMed and There's even some studies about physical illness and how having self-compassion while having like a chronic uh, pain type of illness can decrease pain levels and increase kind of happiness and is a coping strategy. Um, And then as well, self-compassion is associated with, you know, less stress in your life, less depression, less anxiety, um, and greater, greater just positive emotion. So... Yeah, it's really, it's really important for your mental and your physical health to have self-compassion, decrease stress, decrease depression, and really it's just a way of self-love, a way to be your own best friend even when you mess up, and self-compassion can be hard because sometimes the person that you may hurt or whatever the situation may be may not be in a compassionate place yet, may be still very upset, and you have to learn to to deal with that, and eventually the person may be able to get to compassion, and some people may not have the capacity to give you compassion when you make mistakes because of their own lack of self-compassion. So yeah, I think it's so important to focus on what you can control, and what you can control is your own level of self-compassion, you know, tuning into that, and when you make a mistake, really being your best friend, and not catastrophizing the situation, thinking you are a bad person, or thinking that you're going to lose people when you make one mistake, because truthfully, the the people that you want to have in your life will forgive you, you know, for minor mistakes, and self-compassion is also a crutch self-compassion and forgiveness is also something you need even when other people won't forgive you i think the biggest thing and i I even think this of i don't know people who have committed crimes and stuff like that i'm not going to go into the specifics of what types of crimes i think you should have self-compassion but to get better it's like you have to forgive yourself to some level of your actions at that time period um have some, you know, awareness of why you maybe acted that way and move out of shame. Like if you want to change, shame keeps us stuck. Self-love and self-compassion can help us actually leave habits behind. And, you know, in my own life, I can see myself sometimes not being as compassionate as I should be, freaking out about it. And, you know, it's a process and you have to Maybe sometimes the old patterns and behaviors come up and you get to choose self-compassion is a way that I like to think about it. Um, And just that it's kind of like a constant, it's a constant process of growth with self-compassion and just learning to, to be your best friend, to forgive yourself and 
The other thing I wanted to say is that I've noticed with problematic behaviors or habits or coping strategies, a lot of times when I hate the habit, when I hate the maladaptive habit, I want it to go away immediately and all these things. That's not what changes it. When I when I finally come back to self-love, when I love myself even in spite of the habit, that's when real change can actually happen is from that place of love and acceptance of what is. Because when you accept the moment, you accept the behavior, that gives you the power to change, not hating yourself to change, which you know sometimes can work, but it's not a sustainable strategy to just keep hating on yourself and habits um yeah so that could be a full episode but that is self-compassion i'm just going to talk a little bit about um fear before the leap um just fear in your life when big things happen and i like i said i'm pretty sure i've already done an episode on this i can link it in the show notes but i want to talk about it again because i need this reminder i need to write it on a sticky note on my mirror i need this reminder all the time um because i have a lot of thoughts (laughs) low anxiety i have a lot of thoughts and sometimes i want to analyze every thought and what's the meaning and what does this mean is this good is this truth is this intuition what does this mean which is not always helpful um awareness is important but trying to analyze every single thought that you have is extremely extremely exhausting um and yeah, I think a lot of times we forget before big steps in our life, like, you know, Portugal, big steps in our life, we have a lot of fear, a lot of resistance, especially when we're in a place where we feel extremely comfortable, or that it's a big change, or it's a big change that has any direct relation to some of our core wounds or our past trauma. There's going to be a lot of fear in changing our behavior and changing what's comfortable because our brain wants to keep us safe. And I think this is just a reminder that your intuition, if you're not meant to do something, will always feel good, will always feel different, will not feel like the fear voices in your head. And to just really be aware of that before you up level or take the next step it's going to be like what about this what if this thing goes wrong what if this thing goes wrong like that is not your intuition telling you not to do something that is just the natural fear that comes with stepping into your your next step and you know part of life's process besides self-compassion is remembering that learning that and continually um, facing those fears and up leveling and you know, all areas of your life, moving, relationships, your job, and and just continuing to take those big leaps because I I really think that's what separates, not to categorize, but that's what separates people that live more of a comfortable average existence and people that really want to push the limits and push the limits of what's possible and create companies and amazing communities and friendships is that they're willing to be faced with fear constantly and override it for new levels of happiness alignment clarity joy and success so that is my little spiel (laughs) is that the right word for it on fear and i just want to read you guys this one little quote (laughs) about fear um yeah and then and then we should be good The biggest fear always comes before the biggest shifts. 
keep going <laughs> so yeah put that on your your wall your mirror on a sticky note and remember that because it is super important um yeah so i probably will do my next solo episode will probably be diving into that a little bit more but i just wanted to give more of a reminder on that and i will talk a little bit more about that and uh, you know portugal and some learning and how to get clarity in your life and what i want to really do an episode on what alignment feels like what it feels like to be comfortable and what what alignment feels like so yeah stay tuned for that and yeah just really excited to be getting back into this and sending you guys so much love and (laughs) on the next episode where i talk about fear i'm gonna try and bring in some research and say see what a biomedical research has to say about fear and comfortability if that's a word but yeah thank you guys for tuning in and excited for more great episodes to come this year um yeah (laughs) happy 2023 and have a good rest of your day night week whenever you are listening and leave a five-star review if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify all right bye guys Thank you.